Hi everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey everybody, welcome back to God's Plan, Your Part. Today we are looking over Jeremiah 46 to 48. So we're only covering three chapters today. Uh, And we are entering into a new phase or section of Jeremiah where God is going to start to address other nations. Um, Primarily, this book has been concerned with the people of Judah and a little bit about the people uh, from Babylon, the Chaldeans, um, as they're known in different books. Um, But here we see God's concern for idolatry in all of these other nations. So it's kind of interesting As you track through Jeremiah, um, you could be seeing God as only concerned with the idolatry in Israel, in Judah, only concerned with that small geographical region. But here, the, the narrative kind of expands. And just today, God is going to be speaking against uh, Egypt, against the Philistines, and against Moab. And so we start to get the feeling that God is very well aware of the idolatrous practices of many peoples, not just the people in Judah. And they don't get a free pass either. So we get continually introduced to Babylon as God's chosen instrument of judgment against idolatry um, and against the people who practice idolatry. There's in these three chapters, uh, certain gods are called out by name. Uh, God is talking about his power over those gods, his power over those people, and continually Babylon is seen as God's instrument of judgment against these people. So if you ever feel like God's being a little bit unfair with Judah or God's being a little bit unfair with Israel, um, maybe these couple of chapters will help you be a little bit more comfortable with the fact that God is a just God and he is bringing judgment against all these other nations that refuse to recognize him and worship him and follow him. So really what we're finding at the core of this next section, which by the way, this section covers uh, chapter 46 to chapter 51. So when we finish out this section, we're going to be closing in on the end of the book. Um, But this, this is showing us that God is not only concerned about small geographical regions, but he is concerned about all people of all nations in all places in the world. And not only is he concerned about those places, he's sovereign over those places. He still has control over those peoples, over those governments. Um, we're, we're getting the idea here that God is even in control of Babylon. He has chosen Nebuchadnezzar uh, to bring his judgment against these nations. So he is expanding the reign of Babylon while he is um, constricting and destroying the reign of all these other nations and all these other false gods. And ultimately, we've read prior to this uh, that God is going to judge Babylon as well for their idolatrous worship. And so God is really just judging one evil nation um, with another evil nation. And we've talked a little bit about how what really is happening is God is just removing his hand of protection away from these people uh, because they're not you know, following the way of life that he's commanded. And so it's kind of a unique portion of the book of Jeremiah. Uh, It's very specific, like chapter by chapter by chapter judgments on different nations. But I think if you are kind of overwhelmed by all the judgment and destruction 
uh, I think if nothing else, it's helpful to see that God is active in many different regions uh, all at the same time, and he's bringing judgment all for the same things. We are called to worship the Lord. We're called to be obedient to him. And when we reach the end of his mercy, there is judgment that comes. And so that is what is being ushered in. That is, in fact, what happened. Babylon swept in uh, from the north and came against all these other nations, nations that had been very strong at one point, but were not anymore. And much of that ancient world became Babylon. And so I, the, the your part for today is a little bit tricky, uh, just because there's a lot in the reading that is specific to these nations at these times. Uh, but I think one thing that could be helpful is to remember uh, that God is moving across the world in many different ways, in many different nations and tribes and tongues and cultures. And so sometimes we can get hyper-focused on our own lives and forget that God is moving in a powerful way all around us. And so even though um, God has been primarily present in the story with Jeremiah, like we've been we've been seeing Jeremiah's perspective, um, it's easy to forget that God's not only doing things here with Jeremiah, God's doing things all across the known world at that time. And so just like, you know, you could feel maybe forgotten or secluded, uh, just remember that God is moving and working all around you all the time. Um, he is working on behalf of those who love him. He is bringing about good things for those who love him. Uh, and he's doing it in a major way. And we can see that here in these passages in Jeremiah, but we also believe that to continue to be true today. And so be encouraged by the fact that the God that we worship, the God that we follow is not a tiny little God uh, stuck in you know our area of the world, but it is in fact over all the world and bringing all things to his purposes for his glory. And we worship him because of that. So we'll be back again tomorrow. We'll see you then. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Jeremiah chapter 46. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the nations. About Egypt, concerning the army of Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, which was the river Euphrates and the Carchemish, and which Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon defeated in the fourth year of Jehoiakim the son of Josiah king of Judah. Prepare buckler and shield, and advance for battle. Harness the horses, mount, O horsemen. Take your stations with your helmets, polish your spears, put on your armor, why have I seen it? They are dismayed and have turned backward. Their warriors are beaten down and have fled in haste. They look not back, terror on every side, declares the Lord. The swift cannot flee away, nor the warrior escape. In the north, by the river Euphrates, they have stumbled and fallen. Who is this rising like the Nile, like rivers whose waters surge? Egypt rises like the Nile, like rivers whose waters surge. He said, I will rise, I will cover the earth, I will destroy cities and their inhabitants. Advance, O horses, and rage, O chariots. Let the warriors go out, men of Cush and Put, who handle the shield, men of Lud, skilled in handling the bow. This day is the day the Lord God of hosts, a day of vengeance, to avenge himself on his foes. 
The sword shall devour and be sated and drink its fill of their blood. For the Lord God of hosts holds a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. Go up to Gilead and take balm, O virgin daughter of Egypt. In vain you have used many medicines. There is no healing for you. The nations have heard of your shame, and the earth is full of your cry. For warrior has stumbled against warrior. They have both fallen together. The word that the Lord spoke to Jeremiah the prophet about the coming of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, to strike the land of Egypt. Declare in Egypt and proclaim in Migdol. Proclaim in Memphis and Taphanes. Say, stand ready and be prepared, for the sword shall devour around you. Why are your mighty ones face down? They do not stand. Because the Lord thrust them down. He made many stumble and they fell. And they said to one another, Arise and let us go back to our own people and to the land of our birth, because of the sword of the oppressor. Call the name of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, noisy one who lets the hour go by. As I live, declares the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts, like Tabor among the mountains, and like Carmel by the sea, shall one come. Prepare yourselves baggage for exile, O inhabitants of Egypt, for Memphis shall become a waste, a ruin, without inhabitant. A beautiful heifer is Egypt, but a biting fly from the north has come upon her. Even her hired soldiers in her midst are like fattened calves. Yes, they have turned and fled together. They did not stand, for the day of their calamity has come upon them, the time of their punishment. She makes a sound like a serpent gliding away. For her enemies march in force and come against her with axes like those who fell trees. They shall cut down her forest, declares the Lord, though it is impenetrable, because they are more numerous than locusts. They are without number. The daughter of Egypt shall be put to shame. She shall be delivered into the hand of a people from the north. The Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, said, Behold, I am bringing punishment upon Ammon of Thebes, and Pharaoh and Egypt and her gods and her kings. Upon Pharaoh and those who trust in him, I will deliver them into the hands of those who seek their life, into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon and his officers. Afterwards Egypt shall be inhabited as in the days of old, declares the Lord. But fear not, O Jacob, my servant, nor be dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from far away, and your offspring from the land of their captivity. Jacob shall return and have quiet and ease, and none shall make him afraid. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, declares the Lord, for I am with you. I will make a full end of all the nations to which I have driven you. But of you I will not make a full end. I will discipline you in just measure, and I will by no means leave you unpunished. Chapter 47 The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the Philistines before Pharaoh struck down Gaza. Thus says the Lord, Behold, waters are rising out of the north, and they shall become an overflowing torrent. They shall overflow the land and all that fills it, the city and those who dwell in it. Men shall cry out, and every inhabitant of the land shall wail. At the noise of the stamping of the hooves of his stallions, at the rushing of his chariots, at the rumbling of their wheels, the fathers look not back to their children, so feeble are their hands, because of the day that is coming to destroy all the Philistines, to cut off from Tyre and Sidon every helper that remains. For the Lord is destroying the Philistines, the remnant of the coastland of Kaftor. Baldness has come upon Gaza, Ashkelon has perished. O remnant of their valley, how long will you gash yourselves? Ah, sword of the Lord, how long till you are quiet? Put yourself into your scabbard, rest and be still. 
How can it be quiet when the Lord has given it a charge? Against Ashkelon and against the seashore he has appointed it. Chapter 48 Concerning Moab, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Woe to Nebo, for it is laid waste. Kirithim is put to shame, it is taken. The fortress is put to shame and broken down. The renown of Moab is no more. In Heshbon they plan disaster against her. Come, let us cut off her from being a nation. You also, O madmen, shall be brought to silence. The sword shall pursue you. A voice, a cry from Hornahem. Desolation and great destruction. Moab is destroyed. Her little ones have made a cry. For all the ancient of Luith, they go out weeping. For at the descent of Hornahem, they have heard the distressed cry of destruction. Flee, save yourselves. You will be like a juniper in the desert. For because you trusted in the works and your treasures, you also shall be taken. And Shemosh shall go into exile with his priests and his officials. The destroyer shall come upon every city, and no city shall escape. The valley shall perish, and the plain shall be destroyed, as the Lord has spoken. Give wings to Moab, for she would fly away. Her cities shall become a desolation, with no inhabitant in them. Cursed is he who does the work of the Lord with slackness, and cursed is he who keeps back his sword from bloodshed. Moab has been at ease from his youth, and has settled on his dregs. He has not been emptied from the vessel to vessel, nor has he gone into exile. So his taste remains in him, and his scent is not changed. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I shall send to him pourers who will pour him, and empty his vessels, and break his jars in pieces. Then Moab shall be ashamed of Shemosh. The house of Israel was ashamed of Bethel, their confidence. How do you say we are heroes and mighty men of war? The destroyer of Moab and his cities has come up, and the choicest of his young men have gone down to slaughter, declares the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts. The calamity of Moab is near at hand, and his affliction hastens swiftly. Grieve for him, all you who are around him, and all you who know his name. Say how the mighty scepter is broken, the glorious staff. Come down from your glory, and sit on the parched ground, O inhabitant of Debon. For the destroyer of Moab has come up against you. He has destroyed your strongholds. Stand by the way and watch, O inhabitant of Aror. Ask him who flees and her who escapes. Say what has happened. Moab is put to shame, for it is broken. Wail and cry. Tell it beside the Arnon that Moab is laid waste. Judgment has come upon the tableland, upon Holon and Jaza and Mepha and Dibon and Nebo and Beth Dilahem and Kirathum, and Beth-Gamul, and Beth-Mion, and Kirioth, and Basra, and all the cities of the land around Moab, far and near. The horn of Moab is cut off, and his arm is broken, declares the Lord. Make him drunk, because he magnified himself against the Lord, so that Moab shall wallow in his vomit, and he too shall be held in derision. Was not Israel a derision to you? Was he found among thieves, that whatever you spoke of him you wagged your head? Leave the cities and dwell in the rock, O inhabitants of Moab. Be like the dove that nests in the side of the mouth of a gorge. We have heard of the pride of Moab. He is very proud of all his loftiness, his pride and his arrogance, and the haughtiness of his heart. I know his insolence, declares the Lord. His boasts are false. His deeds are false. Therefore I will wail for Moab. I cry out for all Moab. For the men of Kiriath-Hesoth I mourn. More than for Jazer, I weep for you, O vine of Sibma. 
Your branches passed over the sea, reached to the sea of Jazer. On your summer fruits and your grapes, the destroyer has fallen. Gladness and joy have been taken away from the fruitful land of Moab. I have made the vines cease from the winepress. No one treads them or shouts for joy. The shouting is not of the shout of joy. From the outcry at Heshbon, even at Ilia, as far as Jehaz, they utter their voice. From Zor to Hornahim, to Eglath Shilishia. For the waters of Nimrim also have become desolate. And I will bring to an end in Moab, declares the Lord, him who offers sacrifice in the high place and makes offerings to his God. Therefore my heart moans for Moab like a flute, and my heart moans like a flute for the men of Kiriah-Haseth. Therefore the riches they gained have perished. For every head is shaved and every beard cut off. On all the hands are gashes, and all around the waist is sackcloth. On all the housetops of Moab and in the squares there is nothing but lamentation. For I have broken Moab like a vessel for which no one cares, declares the Lord. How it is broken, how they wail, how Moab has turned his back in shame. So Moab has become a derision and a horror to all around him. For thus says the Lord, Behold, one shall fly swiftly like an eagle and spread his wings against Moab. The cities shall be taken and all the strongholds seized. The heart of the warriors of Moab shall be in that day like the heart of a woman in her birth pains. Moab shall be destroyed and be no longer a people, because he magnified himself against the Lord. Terror, pit, and snare are before you, O inhabitant of Moab, declares the Lord. He who flees from the terror shall fall into the pit, and he who climbs out of the pit shall be caught in the snare. For I will bring these things upon Moab, the year of their punishment, declares the Lord. In the shadow of Heshbon, fugitives stop without strength, for fire came up out of Heshbon, flame from the house of Sihon. It has destroyed the forehead of Moab, the crown of the sons of Tumult. Woe to you, O Moab! The people of Shemash are undone, for your sons have been taken captive, and your daughters into captivity. Yet I will restore the fortunes of Moab in the later days, declares the Lord. Thus far is the judgment on Moab. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.